Warning, the following podcast contains explicit language and subjects. It is recorded by adults and is intended for adults. The opinions of those on this podcast are their own opinions and are not reflective of our family, friends, and or employers. If you're easily offended by explicit language and discussions, then stop listening now. Welcome to another edition of the Meat Shield Misfits podcast, not safe for work banter episode. This is actually part two of our uh, discussion on video games. Once again, this uh, conversation is with me at the house along with uh, Lee. And Justin once again is uh, called in to uh, partake in this discussion. Unfortunately, Kevin is again working this particular recording session. Um, Once again, this episode was recorded prior to the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. We hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving with your friends and family. And as always, we uh, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to our show. And we hope you enjoy part two. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Meat Shield Misfits Not for Safe for Work Banter Session. Um, once again, I'm host, hosting the event at my house. It's me, Dustin, along with Justin and Kevin tonight. Or Justin, Justin and, and Kevin. Lee. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been, you forgot me already. I did forget you already. That's my bad. No, no, I, I'm kind of distracted because I, I, I'm watching. There is the, a hockey game going hockey, on inside. There's a hockey game going on, and I cannot stand the fucking gold helmets that the Knights are wearing tonight. It drives me crazy that they wear these helmets, but it is what it is. It it looks it looks like because uh, other than the gold, it's a black helmet. So it it looks like those highlights that douches have. <laughs> yeah, th- I hate these. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, so I I've been looking at Lee most of the night when we're doing the the the, the talking here, and uh, this time I'm I'm looking at the TV at this aspect, and I just automatically went to Kevin. No, Kevin unfortunately is is not with us yet again. He's got to do the work thing, pay pay the bills, you know, do what you got to do. Uh, but it's 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 Lee and and Justin with me this evening. And hello, um, hi. But yeah, so this is going to be kind of a part two of the the last episode that we we were doing with with uh, the video game conversation. But I told you at the last episode that I had a story about that that one word that uh, um, right, the st- word. starts with for married couples. It starts with the D, ends in orse. <laughs> oh, I was going to say desire. No, 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 no. <laughs> there, there's a V in the middle. There, some people you know look forward to the divorce word. Uh, me, I do not, because I, I thoroughly in, in, enjoy being married to my wife. I love her. She is she is fantastic. And uh, but so, anyways, we had uh, we'd been in in this condo here for about a year, and then uh, um, I was working for for Suncoast Motion Picture Company over here at, at the uh, Valley Fair Mall. And ironically, this kind of this working for there actually kind of relates into a story with the video games that it actually involved Justin at 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 some point. But we'll we'll go back into that. So, anyways, um, she had she had an old um, computer, and at that time frame, Best Buy had owned Musicland Group, and so we got we got discounts at Best Buy because they were our parent. Oh, nice. They were our parent company, and so my mom, I you know, we went and got her a TV and a, and a laptop computer using my discount stuff like that, and their discount at that time frame. This was you know going on. 20 something years now at that time frame it was cost plus five percent oh damn so, so probably around 50 so, percent so depending on what Ish. it was you got a really good discount i remember getting yeah. her a rechargeable battery pack for her her cordless phone it cost me like 30 cents oh, jesus <laughs> yeah so it, it was it was fantastic so um so our computer at that time frame was was crapping out and uh um, I so I had bought her a new one for Christmas, and when I had bought that, um, it was wrapped up in, in the closet, you know, set aside for her. I found out that I was losing my job as a store manager over there because the lease with GameStop or with Suncoast had expired, and they weren't going to renew it. And I, I had already knew known that because I was trying to help my other employees find other jobs within the organization. But because they told me, my district manager told me that they were going to move me over to Cottonwood and help, or not Cottonwood, but uh, Crossroads downtown and help manage that store um, for the time being. And then 
So, they, you, so you had a set position. So I, but so I'll, no one so else did. So yeah, you were. Yeah, so I'm yeah, trying to help taking, these guys trying to find jobs, not worrying about trying to find me one because yeah. I knew I yeah, had a job. Exactly. So yeah. my DM shows up that that morning, and normally he came in, he was all spunky, you know. He had, he had his his little attitude walk with him, but but not like a you know a. a a pissed off attitude, just you know, just the way he walked. That's just the way he walked, and like, like a swagger. Yeah, kind of a swagger. So he he got into the store that morning, and obviously we're closed because we're shutting everything down. And I was like, dude, are you all right? You just don't seem like yourself. He's like, he just starts shaking his head, you know. No, then all of a sudden, you know, about a minute or two goes by. He's like, he's like, I got bad news, man. I was like, what's that? He's like, I don't got a job for you after today. I was like, are you fucking serious? And I was like, dude, why didn't you tell me this, you know, when this new, you told me that the, you said I had a job going over to Crossroads. Yeah, it was the, like, the like months yeah. leading up to this. Yeah, it's like here I am focusing on trying to get these guys jobs within within the organization and not worrying about myself because you told me I had this job. He's like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you for loss prevention purposes. I was like, fucking bullshit, Keith. It's like, you've worked with me in Vegas. You've worked with me in here. You know I'm not that type of a character. That's a fucking bullshit cop-out excuse. And so we got done, got done, you know, closing up the store and, and stuff like that. And I got home that night and I was like, hey, babe, I got I got some bad news. She's like, well, what's that? It's like, I lost my job. She's like, I thought you were going to Crossroads. It's like, so did I. And uh, so she's like, well, you need to take the computer back. I was like, I'm not taking the computer back. That's your Christmas gift. And she's like, no, no, you're taking the damn thing back. We're going to need that money. I was like, I'm not mm-hmm. taking it back. She's like, all right, fine then. She grabs her, her ring finger, takes off the ring. She's like, I want a divorce. I don't want to be married to you anymore. Oh, shit. I was like, are you serious? Like, yeah. She's like, you're irresponsible. You're this and this. Like, I, I'm done. I don't want to be married to you anymore. She actually physically said, I don't want to be married to you anymore. And I Ow. was like, I mean, it, that just blasted a you are you know, are you that unemployable at this point like <laughs> i mean i'm assuming this is like the 90s so it was I'm fairly to, fairly easy to get a job so i'm trying to think so i went from from suncoast to game crazy and that actually took a couple months it took about three months for me to find a job okay. but it, it was funny was because um but I, I did. I caved in and I took the the computer back and and we well had, obviously and we yeah had, you're, you guys are still married oh yeah we we had we had the conversations like I'm not gonna do that anymore blah 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 and stuff like that and then you know X amount of and, and kudos on her by the way like I'm not siding with you yeah. I like yeah but yeah like, but you yeah. know when you're you're married and stuff like yeah. that and then she when she takes off that wedding ring and and literally says I don't want to be married anymore it's just like a blast to your ticker and your whole world just you know shuts down and crumbles underneath your feet. And yeah, I still go by the truck without her. So why is she still with me after that part? After that one, I don't know. Yeah, that seems like a <laughs> lot bigger investment than the, than the computer. But no, but but the computer was earlier than the truck. Yeah, but so that, that was the, the crazy thing. But yeah, um, then you know I started applying through to Hollywood Video, and it, when that was a thing, when it was a thing, and so I started. I applied to the one that was over here off of Thirty Fifth, where the um, the Macy's or not the Macy's. Whatever the grocery store is over here now, but there was a Hollywood video over there. Yeah, and so I applied over there, and at the time I did not know that the Hollywood videos were were branched off. There were two separate entities because I got a phone call. I didn't know that either. It's the same fucking name. I You're mean, right, but there, there's a story behind it, and and I, I can tell you about it because it, it all wounds up tying into the whole video game aspect of this thing. Oh. <laughs> And so, um, so I get a phone call from the, the district manager. Her her name was Candy at the time, and she's like, "Hey, so my name is Candy. I'm calling with Hollywood Video out in South Jordan." I'm like, "South Jordan?" I was like, "I didn't apply out of South Jordan." She's like, "No, that's okay. We we get all the same applications, stuff like that." But do you know a guy by the name of Ed Hanekak? I was like, Ed, Ed, Ed. "It's like the name sounds familiar, but I'm not. I'm not." placing him right now. I was like, why should I know? He's like, well, he tells you to tell you hi from the mall in Vegas. I was like, oh, okay, now I know Ed. So I know who you're talking about. She's like, well, we want you to come in for, for an interview. I was like, okay. So we go, I go out to the one there in South Jordan. It was down off of Redwood Road, about 106 South. And so they had the Hollywood videos and they had the game crazy aspect of it. 
because this one over here didn't have Game Crazy attached to it. Oh, yeah. And so we're doing the whole interview. I don't think Game Crazy was ever a Utah thing. I No, they, they were here. They were, they were here. That's where oh. I... Um, that's how Sorry, I, got... I just I just personally hadn't heard of it. Yeah, because they were because they were tied in with with Hollywood Video. Oh, okay. That was their video thing. But... I remember that. Yeah, you know when I was and 12. so <laughs> I got the interview. I thought basically it was just a confirmation, just to basically hire me on the spot type of a deal. Okay, to hire me for the game crazy there, and then they sent me down to Vegas to to learn about the thing, and that's where I learned that the Hollywood Videos were ran by two different things. So you had. I want to say his name was Mark, Mark something. He was the founder of Hollywood Video. Okay. Oh, yeah. And so he had left the company. He'd sold his stocks and stuff like this and, yeah. and and left. And the Hollywood Video just started, you know, not doing really well. And so they're... Well, they're, it sounds like a split. So... Yeah, so they're... they're obviously going to, you know, cause Yeah, issues. so their, their board wanted him to come back. And he's like, well, I'll come back under one condition. You guys give me my own set of test stores so we can run different programs in both for the Hollywood video and the game crazy and I will do it. And so they did. So this one over here off of 35th South was one of the corporate stores. The one down off 106 South was one of these privately owned stores by, you know, the president type of a deal. Yeah. So they got to do all sorts of different kind well, of stuff. Uh, an affiliate. Or, or yeah. you, you pay to be in a, a part of, yeah. Well, it, like like it's yeah. like it's like Jiffy Lube like kind of, well, Jiffy, Jiffy Lube's national, but every store's independently owned. Yeah, but it's a little bit kinda, it's a little more kinda, different than that in that in this regards because again these are they gave him these stores. It wasn't like he was buying yeah. a franchise. They're like come back, use those stores to test whatever products, promotions, yeah. whatever the case may be. You want to if they succeed, then we'll roll them out nationwide, company wide. And so I got hired on to those guys doing the game crazy stuff. And I told Ed, just like I told Patrick, I was like, I don't play much video games. He's like, I don't care. You can run a store. I know how you do that stuff. So I got hired on over there. And then I was there for for about a year and a half or so. And then one afternoon, well, let me phrase it. Then I, I, when I got interviewed and hired with those guys, the jackass that they had running that side for the guy told me during the interview, he's like, hey, yeah, we want you to come, we would like to come to Vegas. We'll buy out your condo for you. We'll resell the condo and stuff like that. So you got, you can move back to Vegas. Cause that was a, and kind of still is as our dream is to go back to Vegas at some point. Mm-hmm. We're 20 years later. It's not in the cards. And so, so I went down there to open up a store down there to take over that store with the thought that, they were going to buy my condo from me so I could move my the, fam. This, this condo we're in right oh. now. <laughs> that, <laughs> that they were going to buy out that, um, buy the condo so I could move my family down to Las Vegas. And so I was down there for four months. Did this happen to occur during that like no. housing? Oh, okay. No, 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 That no, Vegas no. housing crash? Okay. No, hell no. No, oh, no, no, okay. no. This is back, this is back in this two, is, this 2002, is. 2003 area because I got... I was brought on it with GameStop in 2004. And oh, so okay. Ed's like, I'm yeah, not sure. Well if, before yeah, so I was like, Ed's like, I'm not sure if I want you to come down here to Vegas because, you know, you're a family man and, and stuff like that and, and being away from your family on the holidays. And it's like, I'll be all right with it. And so I was down there for four months because the Thanksgiving was rough. It was really rough. Stephen was just, you know, four, you know, five years old. So just still a little boy. And, and, uh, I was like, yeah, I got to move back to Salt Lake. He's like, well, we don't have anywhere for you to go. I was like, I'll work the Hollywood side. I'll go to whatever store, you know, where the case may be. He's like, well, we'll put you in, in the, the West Valley one out off of 47th and 40th, where that laundry mat's at now by that Home Depot. Mm-hmm. And so we went out there. And then one afternoon working there, I, I had these visitors come in. You could tell that they were they were corporate people. I was like, are you guys from corporate? They're like, no, we're, well, we are, but not from yours. We're from, from GameStop. And it was the... Regional vice president, the the, the uh, district manager uh, Patrick and Kathy was there, and uh, what was her name? Uh, the the area uh, the area manager uh, Cynthia. No, she, she dear had... God, that's so old, bro. Right, so, so, but you know you know who I'm talking about. You though. said Kathy. Anybody above Kathy, you're lucky. I even <laughs> I, I I just have horror stories. Of the crocodile and the hotel <laughs> from that time frame, so yeah, that's a whole side story. Yeah, so they came in and and stuff like that, and then 
it turns out a, a couple months later, I had applied for GameStop, and they, they were kind of DM like, yeah, I'm kind of here to re- kind of recruit you because of something or another. But so that's how I got on with with GameStop, and and then um, working with Justin and stuff like that. But when I was working at uh, um, the Suncoast before it shut down, we were selling uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or we were taking pre-orders on Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. And Justin was, you know, where were you at at that time? Were you at Cottonwood? No, I was down in Orem. Orem, okay. So I is, hold on, hold on. So just to, to keep that one right there, yep. I'm driving from Clinton to Orem in my very first store working for GameStop Jesus down there Christ. at that time. This is during the 2002 Winter Olympics time frame and Ish. the I-15 oh. reconstruction. Ish, yeah. Well, at so. least, I mean... That's two bad things, but at least gas wasn't four bucks at that. Yeah, no shit. Um, so no. it was it was still around the you know dollar fifty range for. It was an hour and ten then. out of my day every single day. Yeah, yeah. It, that that sucked fantastic. And then I I almost ended that hour and ten minute drive for him because, like I said, we were taking pre orders on this thing up for so long, and then all of a sudden the the uh, the movie came out. You know, everybody gets their stock early. You know, you can't sell it until street date. But the GameStop software, et cetera, that was inside the Valley Fair Mall was selling it early. And I had people coming in, canceling their pre-orders with us. And I was like, why like are you... Like a can-? day, right? Uh, yeah, and a couple of days, as a matter of fact. It's like two to two or three no, days. Maybe no. maybe a day. But it in- was the day, trust me. But in any hoot, they had, were breaking street date on it. And so GameStop didn't care. So... Working for Musicland at that so time. So wait, so wait, wait. What what was happening was they a, were, a store. Which store again? The it was Software Etc. That was here in the Valley Fair Mall. Oh, so, so they, not affiliated with you, but not some Suncoast. some store <clears throat> decided to just break street date and started selling the movies early. And if it was Software Etc., they're out of business, by the way, and they have been for a long time. Well, pro- they, possibly yeah. because of that, but. Well, but they got bought well, out. By, they got bought out by GameStop, so they actually merged. So, oh, so they merged at a later point. But that's that when I got on with them. But so, anyways, we had people coming into my store, canceling their pre-orders on our the movie because, like, well, software etc. is selling it right now. I was like, what? So, as yeah. for our organization, we found out anybody who was selling the game or the movie early, we had to go buy a copy of it, take a photocopy, photocopy of the receipt and the movie. And then report it to the studio who, so in this case, it was like Columbia TriStar or whatever the case may be. And so. Wait, 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 wait. They wanted, they wanted some employee of theirs to go to software, et cetera. Me. I'm the store manager. I'm the one. They wanted you to go to this software, et cetera. Buy the movie. And take. Oh, oh, just one. Oh, I thought buy I thought, the movie. I thought, they, I thought you meant they wanted you to like take pictures of everyone leaving. Like, let me see your receipt no. and what you bought. Okay. No, I had to physically go in there and and actually buy the copy of the movie and take a photocopy of the receipt and the movie with you know the name, the address, and stuff like that, and then report it back to the the studio of who made the movie and then return it. And so I did. so that's the reporting process. That's the reporting process because they violated okay. street date. Okay. And so I took it back and I was like, hey, you guys need to stop selling this movie now. It's like, you guys have violated street date on this. You guys have reported, you've been reported to Sony about this stuff. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. So a couple hours go by. I've still got more people coming back in, canceling their pre-orders. I, I assume at that point, like, this is when they were going out of business. But... No, they're still going strong. They're still going strong. And oh. uh, so we told them again it's like you need to stop doing this and like yeah fuck how me. how how early was this so how, how early was this before release i so, thought you said it was the day before so at that time frame movies came out on tuesdays okay, okay. and they were and this is on it uh, had to have been on the monday mm-hmm. the monday before and so one day early yeah so they're breaking oh. street date it's again oh this is but this is multiple movies so it's the one movie GameStop didn't and software etc didn't sell a lot of movies at, in the early days. GameStop had just started selling DVDs as part of an expansion. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so we we went back in there and told them a second time, like you need to stop this shit. And they're like, yeah, fuck you, dude. We're making money off this. But the, go but, away. But again, this is multiple movies, not just. It's the same not, movie. It's the same movie. Just oh, they're cr- they're continually selling the copy because Crouching Tiger was a huge success. Yeah, and so people were wanting to buy the movie. They're it's like, dude, we can get it early. We're buying it. You're not supposed to be buying it. That's the catch. And so the guy Ed was an area manager for software, etc. Back in Vegas, 
So I called him up. I was like, hey, dude, um, I need a favor from you. I was like, I got a store up here in, in my mall who refuses to stop selling this damn movie. And I've already reported to Sony. They refuse to stop selling it. Can you help me out with this? I, I guess what I'm not understanding. This is all same day. All same day. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what I was not yeah. understanding. I was yeah. like, all same this day. is like three weeks early on a Monday. And they were doing, okay, this is. This is all. It's like day. if somebody's just sold Pokemon a day early, and the other and one retailer, and everybody's canceling their shit to go buy it from the one day early. This, yeah, this is. Uh, you noticed when you opened, and yeah, because like I said, maybe we, like five hours have gone by, but I was yeah. thinking days. Yeah, no, weeks. no, it's all the same day. So okay. I made I made the phone call to him, and you know, tell him, hey, this is what's going on, stuff like that. He's like, can you help? He's like, oh, absolutely, I'll, I'll get involved with this thing. And so I'll let Justin continue on with that aspect of it. All right. So I am completely unaware of this. I am like a new store manager down in Orem. This is probably in my first four months with the company. I've got an ASM who's leaving the company, assistant store manager, who's going to go out for vacation. So he's like, so he's like, hey, I really want, he's got a pre-order on Crouching Tiger. I'm, and he's like, I really want to take the game, the movie with me so I can watch it on the plane and have it to watch when I want to watch it out there. And I'm like, all right. After close, I'll sell you a copy. I'll sell you your pre-ordered copy because I know it's only going to leave with you. And you're going on an airplane. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, I'll cut you a slack. So I sell off my copy. Things are done. Everything's fine. Okay. Yeah, so that's not the the end of it. Things aren't fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from my understanding... This sounds so much... I mean, I'm younger than you guys. I wasn't working, you know, this you know, grade of um, anything at this time. Uh, but this sounds so much like the early 2000s, leading to, you know, the economic collapse that we suffered. Yeah. So the, the <laughs> funny the funny thing is, so this all happens, and, and the story that will we'll continue on with this actually happens after I get hired on by GameStop. So I get hired on by, by, by GameStop, and, and Patrick is, is, is our district manager at that time frame, and... And Justin's working there, and we're having a conference call. And, and whenever we hired a new store manager, we had to, you know, introduce ourselves of where we came from and what we've done prior, and this and that. And so I was like, "Hey, my name is Dustin. I, you know, I've been doing retail for a long time. I used to work for Suncoast Motion Picture Company and Game Crazy, and this and that." And I don't know if it was after the con- it had to have been after the conference call. I don't remember who made the phone call. If it was me or you. He's like, "Are you the same one at the Valley Fair Mall, Suncoast?" And I was like. Yes, why? <laughs> Take it away. Like, because your ass almost got me fired. What ends up happening is the district manager calls me like two days after the movie's been out and says, Hey, did you sell a copy of Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon uh, early? And I'm like, Yes, yes, I did. I sold it to the assistant manager who was going on vacation, who was, you know, still on vacation and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, Well, yeah, um, well, because one of our stores was selling a copy early, they went through and pulled all the transactions of anybody who sold the, the, the copy of the game early, and we found out you did it, type thing. So I, he's like, he's like, really, this is just a fireable offense. But you're still really new. I could see where you were thinking on this one, where you're just trying to take care of the thing. You didn't sell it to an actual customer. You just sold it to an employee. You know, we understand the situation. Well, at least, so, at least they contacted you and wasn't like instant fire. I mean, it just yeah, it just blasted I mean, me out. Which yeah, they, they, they at done. least they at least heard you out. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, so I get a first and final. Basically, it's eternal. Essentially, it's like they had like a three year like death sentence. Essentially, <laughs> do not ever sell. You know, they, a, a they put you on product. Type yeah, thing. they put yep. you on parole. <laughs> yeah. So. I almost lost. I almost lose my job over this one. So yeah, we're having this conversation. And I find out that I'm like, and then I find out what happens. You know, is this software, et cetera, and the Suncoast, you know, store over Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, having a big old fight because the GameStop was selling it early because the previous the some store managers were really cutthroat. You know what I mean? They just they just wanted their their store to perform well, and they were willing to you know cut some corners. And that's exactly what this one was doing. Unfortunately, yeah. so and and it was one of those things that after making that phone call to Ed, 
the very next day, I was I was actually off. So the the Wednesday, the Wednesday, sorry, I sit back in my chair. I was nice and comfortable there. Um, the Wednesday after the movie actually came out, because I was off. Because on those big launch days, we had to work just like at GameStop. The big launch days, you had to be there for it. Um, I had found out that that store manager actually had, was forced to come back to my store and apologize to me, but I wasn't there because <laughs> at that time frame, the software, et cetera, and GameStop were under the same brand. It's when they all merged them as, as to one and then the EB games got bought out and then that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, so I actually about caused Justin to get fired before I even knew him and here, you know, 20 some odd years, almost 20 years later, we're, you know, we're, we're fucking brothers and. Yeah, but yeah, it was just, it was just funny that after that that phone call, he's like, "Yeah, you're the you're the jackass who just about got me fucking fired, you dick." <laughs> and to this day, I still tolerate him. Right. No, and then I think we started talking about Star Wars, and we found out we were both massive nerds, and then it was just like, "Oh, that's it. That's the end of it." Yeah, it's good times. But yeah, so it's just you know, it's just crazy how how things work out, you know. Losing that job at, at Suncoast and almost losing my wife and then getting hired on here and then meeting this bastard here and and then that's how we met Kevin and and um, but yeah it's just it's just been a, it's been a, it's been a crazy ride with the whole the whole video game thing and and still to this day I mean I I am nowhere near the knowledge that that Justin is I I, I still prefer to play primarily sports games even to this day I am more I am a console gamer more so than a PC gamer by leaps and bounds and my son will argue with me all day um, about that stuff. I do play a handful of PC games, but not all that much. But again, it really depends on, on what mood I'm in. And, uh, but my, my main thing is, is the sports probably followed by a couple of the simulators and then, you know, throw in some action adventure games like a Grand Theft Auto or, or Red Dead Redemption, especially the first one when, when my brother here was, uh, getting killed by throwing knives like 80 yards away. <laughs> Oh, 800 yards away. Get it right. <laughs> we we love that where, game. That's where uh, Lee was talking about something right before he hopped into this conversation. He was saying, he was talking about PC gaming. Mm-hmm. He didn't play a lot of consoles. That's Yeah, that's true. I, I uh, Growing up, I, I had an NES. Uh, it was actually bought used from uh, my best friend by my parents. Uh, around the time, actually, it was when the SNES came out. Because... He, he sold his nest to my parents and his games to buy a SNES. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I've always been behind the times as far as consoles. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, yeah, my first uh, console was, was the NES, and uh, we had about eight games to go with it. I don't know. One of them was obviously Mario Duck Hunt. Uh, one was Legend of Zelda one was a game called Stinger, which was like a couple of UFOs that like shot lasers, yeah. sky scroller kind of thing. Pew pew. Yeah, yeah, pew pew. Yeah, probably the definition <laughs> of pew pew. To be honest. <laughs> well, if you want to go, you, if you want to go back to a funny, uh, a crazy story, and I'm not probably not the only one who ever did this. Back to the old NES, um, when that fucking track and field game came out with that goddamn mat. You do it running in place on that thing. That thing wore you the fuck out. So what you do, you get down your goddamn hands and knees and just start pounding on that goddamn, <laughs> on that mat. It's amazing how quickly you started breaking world records. <laughs> we did that so much. But by the time you got done with that, you're at the bottom of your hands, you know, we're like, I can't hit anything else and my hands are going to fucking break. I, 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 I never had that game, but I played that game. So I, uh, um, uh, had an app, uh, had a cabinet bear Lake and her kids had that game. First time I ever saw it, and I was probably like 21 at the time, to be honest. Mm. And uh, and they busted out the mat. That was the first time I ever seen the mat. And I'm like, what the fuck, fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Like, you know, it's a game mat. It came with the game. And I was like, okay. And then, yeah, it was the, you know. Yeah. Sitting in a chair and doing that crap. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. Hopefully that came through the microphone. But uh, no, I got a little bit of it. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, "This is fucking dumb. Like, I can do this. I can do this so much faster on a controller." And uh, and the funny thing was, the controller worked on the game. Nice. And so, uh, you know, uh, this cousin of mine's on the mat, you know, doing the, the the tappy taps, and I just plugged in a controller and was just like, you know, yeah, I don't know if that comes through at all. Yeah, with my thumbs, and uh, and I beat her every time. <laughs> All right, so I, I got I got a question for you in, in our, our gaming world here. 
Um, is there any particular game that you were looking forward to so badly that it, A, that it became really hard to find, and then B, once you found it, you were totally disappointed with the game? Well, they'll start with me on that then. <laughs> Justin? Cruiser 3000 AD. And what platform was this on? This was PC. PC? This is This is right around, let's just put it in perspective, the original Command & Conquer time frame. Okay. So... Oh, I love Westwood that Westwood Studios, stuff like that. Okay. So mine was NHL uh, 2K1 on the Sega Dreamcast. Because um, I loved those 2K games back on, on, on the Dreamcast. They were gorgeous. And I think the Dreamcast... NBA. NBA, the NCAA, the, N- the NFL. And it, it, even to this day... I would I would probably say the Dreamcast is my favorite controller of all time that, to that, this day. That had a wonderful controller, other than that the memory card the slot, was yeah. part of it. Yeah. And, those and memory those, cards were so badass. They were. They, I, it was a badass memory card. It was just kind of dumb. It had to be part of the controller. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I, I loved that controller even to this day. So anyways, I, I couldn't find NHL 2K1 anywhere. I mean, it was gone. And someday I found it on on eBay or something like that, and, it, and on ridiculous prices, like I'm not paying. Oh yeah, like three hundred bucks or it's something. Like, I'm, I'm sure. not paying these prices. I, and then one day I, I found a buy it now um, for I want to say fifty bucks, brand new, sealed. I was like, done, got yeah, it, lucky, got it. I got a I got a cousin. Um, he has you know he has a bunch of video games, and uh, you know when he can't pay his bills, he sells one. Yeah. And he was, uh, I don't. It, Literally, the event was his his uh, his brother got home from his mission, so I was at his parents' house. Uh, this is a cousin that lives with me, pays rent. So it was literally the day rent was due. It was the first of the month. And uh, I get to this party, and he's there. And uh, apparently that day, he put up a uh, like Facebook ad mm. to sell a video game, uh, some Fire Emblem game. I don't, I don't know which one. And uh, like 20 minutes later, someone was like, I'll buy that. <laughs> Happened to be like a couple blocks from the house. Came with 350 bucks for this game. Wow. And I was like, no game is worth that. Like, well, okay, maybe not no game, but th- this is like some like much more recent game. Like it wasn't like, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't seem like one of them rarities that's like, you know. So I, I got the I got the game. I get I'm like all excited. I get home that, from work that night. I throw that thing into the Dreamcast, and the game sucked massive monkey balls. <laughs> I mean, it was the control scheme was was craptastic. There wasn't any kind of like a uh, like a GM mode, which I like doing on on the sports game stuff. Like they didn't have any all that all those bells and whistles to a sports game that I liked. But everyone's like, oh, it's a great game. And I mean, the gra- graphics are gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. They, they were they were pretty. No. But you're not just buying the game based off the graphics. You want some no, of these other no, bells yeah. and whistles. It's got to be functional. And th- the game sucked ass. It's like, oh, my God, this is this is 50 bucks down. Whatever price point I paid for it, down the drain. It's like, oh, I hate this game. I can't stand it. I enjoyed playing the Looney, T- the Looney Tunes Space Race more on the Dreamcast with my son than I did NHL 2K1. And that... And, I love. Don't get me wrong. That's like Crazy Taxi and, and Burnout and this and that. But that Looney Tunes Space Race is fucking fantastic. I love that game even to this day. It just <laughs> the graphics just don't hold up now compared to what we've got now. It's just like no, no, no. Well, no. nothing does. I mean, like you know, NES, the SNES. The, I mean, obviously the graphics get better. But but if you lose, when you lose, like uh, playability yeah. and story. All you're doing is just creating a, a, you know, a great looking shit game. Like, <clears throat> that's not really a game, you know, at what, this point. Watch this, Haley. What's up? Watch, watch Justin's face when I say this. Hey, Dustin. Yes, sir. State of decay. No, state of emergency. <laughs> that, that was a great <laughs> that was a, disappointment. That was a good snort, though. Oh, my God, that game sucked ass. <laughs> There was that one, and then then if you remember when Manhunt came out, how big of an up, uproar they had about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a little disturbing game, though. Anyways. You're right, it was. But the, the, the how somebody decided to make a, a game like that with different ways to actually kill people, I was like, 
oh my god, this turned into a murder podcast just by bringing up Manhunt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that that was that has some brutal moments. Yeah, I just I just remember that you within probably like the first half hour or something like that where you had to, you know, put a plastic bag over a dude's head and then stab him in the no- in the throat with a fucking screwdriver or something like that. I was like, okay then, we are we're going detailed gore with this thing and, and I'm surprised yeah. it didn't get an M rating to uh, no, no, no. It was absolutely AO. M. It was. I meant AO. AO. That's what yeah. I meant. What's because a, what's remember, AO? it was you had Adult one only. weapon. Oh, oh. You 18, had the one 18 weapon. plus. Okay. Yep. So it was like you could take a plastic bag, and depending on how long you held that button for, you would get one of like three different animations. And the longer you did it, and the more aggressive it got. So like the plastic bag, if you just barely tapped it, you would you know choke somebody out really quick and just kind of like knock them out. But if you really held it down, you would like literally pull that plastic bag over their face and like pulling them back and, you know, almost like a hitman style type yeah. murder. But the crowbar was quite possibly the worst, man. The yeah. cr- oh, my gosh. Yeah. And again, it's again another game that doesn't doesn't stand up to today's. But it was just it was it was eerie. I was like this. This game is very controversial. And there were some places. That the game wasn't even released. I'm not talking here in the states. I'm talking more abroad across seas. Australia, yeah. Germany, stuff like that. But yeah, so. it was that intense. But yeah, no, and, and we 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 worked for eight years doing the whole video game shit, and you know, um, we spent a lot of time, many many countless hours of staying up until one, two, three, four o'clock in the morning playing just different different games, and and I, and I think. Are probably the best one that that he and I and a couple of the other guys that we used to play with back in the day, including Kevin, was on the old 360. It was called Chrome Hounds. <laughs> we we would spend hours upon it was a it's a mech type game. So I don't know if you ever I I have not heard of it nor owned a 360. Yeah, no, so I was, we I was, I was PC only up around those eras. Yeah, that game there we would spend hours upon hours upon hours upon hours nightly playing this damn game and and there were so many different styles of mechs and everybody that we had it was me and justin and kevin and and forest and dave Sto- and spot, spot and dave forest. so we we all had these different roles that we played like justin would play like a uh, like a scout or a sniper type of deal and i would always roll in with these fucking heavy ass mechs with bombardiers and stuff like that and and with these mechs these guys are all rolling and just taking off and here i am Hi, Deadly <clears throat> D. I'm slowly coming out. So, like real life. Hold, hold oh. on, though. No. You're, <laughs> you're forgetting a core aspect of this game that changed, unfortunately, with the advent of something. So, Chrome Hounds was, I believe, five or six players co-op, which was a blast. Yeah. And, but in order for you to communicate, you had to capture these little communication outposts on the on like a grid style map and if you left the communication circle you could not talk to your team yeah so you were fighting over communication circles and the other mechs and trying to destroy a base all at the same time and so i finally decided to start that sounds brilliant to be honest so much it was great you're trying to that sounds brilliant capture the capital and and this and that especially especially nowadays where you know everything's everyone's got a mic everyone's got you know right communication yeah like like yeah to play some game and you can't hear every douchebag yeah but even if they're on their your team or not like well the the funny no this was only for you guys to communicate yeah so well, you even imagine? well, even then, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're communally playing, that's one thing. But I, but I mean, like, if you're just single player, you know, so playing playing single said player game. at all. Yeah, no single player at all. It was all multiplayer. Well, I don't mean single player. Like you're a single person playing this multiplayer game. Like if okay. you could, dr- if you could okay. drown out, you know, every douchebag that's not contributing. Yeah. So. Okay. Go ahead, Justin. Oh, hold on. Let me let me let me set it up a little bit. I think I can explain it in one shot. Let's see if I got this right. The way it works is think of like a, a battleship type grid system, just much smaller, and maybe like a nine by nine, twelve by twelve. And each each grid had a communication tower on it, if that makes sense. 
this is pre Xbox Live parties, pre everything. So this is this is only in game communication. Yeah. So in order for you to win this game and to actually work together as a team, you had to capture these communication posts. Most okay. of the time you were fighting AI, but sometimes you would fight other players. Mm-hmm. You that was it was a totally different type of gameplay. And it was stupid fun. Stupid but, fun. <laughs> Because he played the heavy mech, he could also put a communications tower on his mech Which and made move that, made that and create that bubble for bigger. everybody. Mobile, yeah. Yeah, so it, it came huge. And so you had, like, Spot, he always plays as a fucking scout where his... his um, it, it sounds like, uh, you know, Team Fortress Classic, because I never played TF2, um, but with mechs and, and a little bit added. Yeah, so he would he would run out first, and you know he probably accurate. He would capture the smaller ones, and you get the little the small bubble on your screen, and then I would you know slowly get behind, and then my bubble would incorporate and stuff like that. And but but me, I also had the heavy artillery on there, so I'm just like I'm firing stuff away, just shooting wherever. Yeah, you're going, you're going stomp, stomp, but I don't know where these guys. Yeah, but I don't know where these guys. I but, don't know where they're at, so I'm just firing shit out, and then finally get caught. It's like, hey, dude, that one almost hit oh, me. Oh, was there? Oh, was there friendly fire in this game? At times, yes. Oh, at okay. times, yes. Oh, and, so, oh, so you couldn't just be like barrage burn. Yeah. So okay. I, I would see some, you know, fighting you in the movement. background. I see fighting in the background, explosion in the background, not knowing exactly what it is. So I'm, and you'd I, be like missile. I'm dropping my heavy artillery shit in that area and stuff like that. And some of the times it's like, dude, you nailed them, type of a deal. But it was just so much fun. Um, but the thing is, if your if your mech ever got destroyed, you would actually go back down to your little person, and you'd just be running around out there <laughs> in, in the world, and you'd get stepped on or ran over by the other mechs, and you'd come back to that little person stuff like that. So you can't do anything, you get, you, and you, you can't communicate with the rest of the guys who are still in battle. Well, you're just because you're not in a yeah yeah you're just communicating you, you, with the person. Well, you, you became a mech. Yes. Or sorry, you became a you became an Ewok in the uh, yeah. um, uh, ATSD's <laughs> world. But yeah, we we a useless NPC. Yeah, we right. and we spent hours upon hours upon hours upon. This hours. game sounds brilliant. It was, and then all of a sudden we get the notification like oh, we're going to start shutting down the servers on this. Like, why? This game is so fucking good. Well, like when Spot would would snipe. So you got heavy artillery boy here, right? He'd be launching he'd be launching grenades or, or mortars, and Spot would be up on the hill watching the base or be like, okay. All right, you're you need to come to the left a little bit and and hit the base or something like that. Or also, you call out like, okay, turn you know ninety degree, you know thirty degrees left and drop bombs over here type thing, trying to bomb like another player or something like that. That was hiding behind the hills, taking bot shots. It was it was really fun because you actually had to work as a team. And you had like pipes you could go and stab the shit oh, out of people well, that, and stuff like oh, that. Oh well, that's why it got canceled. There's it was was it it was it was. Uh, too complicated for you know today's youth. Well, and the, and the sad, oh yeah, and the, the sad thing was is is if we were actually playing against live people, I couldn't be by myself because I'm too slow. From time even, to time, it yep. was just a turn. They're like ta 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 ta, just yeah. blowing me the hell up. It's like I can't t- because I'm so heavy. With either it the, was it had class differentiation uh-huh. depending on what you were. Yeah, you were the. I, I mean, I was. Britain. I was. The, the you were. You're, you were the ATAT, and uh, everyone else was the. You know everything else. Fucking speeder bike or something. Yeah, and so, but when we were playing just against mechs, it wasn't or the AI. It wasn't as bad, but there's still times that it's like, hey guys, I need a little bit of help back here. They flank and, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, but yeah, it was. It was really good. It was a and so yeah, we, we played the shit out of that game. Oh my gosh, so much. Yeah, it was fun. And then we called the next day. It's like, did we really stay up until? And we had to open that next morning. You know, be there at nine o'clock. It's like, did we really stay up until five o'clock playing that game last night? It's like, yes, yes, we did. Like, okay, oh, j- just just check it. <laughs> Yeah, but no, we 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 spent a lot of a lot of lot of a lot of time doing that crap, and as as the years have progressed, and uh, where neither one of us work the retail hours anymore, I can't stay up that late anymore. <laughs> Not even when I try, I can't do that shit. I'm sitting here having dinner last night with Ange, and then um, she wanted to watch the the recording of the Red Wings game the other night since they, they won. And when we record the game, she's only going to watch them if they win, but then she fast forwards just to watch the, the, the goals and some of the, the fights yeah. or what the case Highlights, is. Highlights, basically, yeah. yeah. 
And so we're sitting just there watch Red Zone, Am. <laughs> so we're sitting don't there, make Dustin suffer. So we're sitting there watching that, and then that's when I send you the text message about the whole you know, uh, the concert thing. And then she she wanted to watch her her Dance with the Stars. Like I'll you know I'll sit there and watch, but I'm I'm sitting here googling with it and, and this and that because I, I watched the season with her because Martin Code was on there to begin the season with and. We met him at, at Comic Con this year, and very nice guy. And he's like, "I'm so nervous to do this show." And obviously, he was the first one kicked out. And then she's like, "Oh, and then that new Janet Jackson doc- documentary, you know, about her whole wardrobe malfunction with the with the boob uh, from the Super Bowl back in the day." They're yeah, like, twenty years ago. Yeah, so they were doing a documentary. Anyone on it. anyone cares about that at this point? Yeah, but it, it, it's actually kind of interesting that they were talking to some of the people from mtv who were behind it and how they were really worried about certain other artists like kid rock and and pdd and stuff like that causing the more of the uproar of that super bowl performance versus having her boob pop out i had no problem with her boob popping out because you see one boob you, you want to see had, them all. it had a pasty and, yeah, it, had, it had the fucking it was totally it, it was totally staged but yeah I mean, thank you so much i have been sitting here talking about that for years it was completely of course staged. it was of course yeah. it was yeah. but but her career has never been the same since because of that so i'm sitting there watching that stuff with her and then i'm starting to, to doze off a little bit next thing i know it's like 11 30 like i'm going to bed I can't, I can't do this anymore. So I go up, I go up to the stairs, and she comes up there, and, and she's doing something on the computer, and then I'm like five minutes in, and I'm, I'm gone, I'm dead. <laughs> Next thing I know, it's, it's two o'clock in the morning, having to take my 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 normal two hour old man bladder pee break, and luckily then I was able to stay asleep until six before I had to to do that crap again. But no, it was just it's just one of those things I I cannot stay up even when we go fucking camping. You know, we're we're out there and. We got the campfires going on, and sun goes down. We we have a couple of drinks and wait for somebody's butt to get warm by a fucking rock or a shovel or whatever the case may be. And it's like, okay, it's it's like ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and I'm I'm going to bed. And they're like, you fucking wuss. Like I'm getting, I'm getting old. I can't sleep. I stay up like that. And even when I try, I can't do it. I even took in when you, I took a nap this afternoon because I knew we were going to be doing you know um, some of these episodes of these podcasts today. And so that's she's like, "Hey, come after three because I went. Up, I was in. I was laying down in my bed taking a nap so I could actually get through this without, you know, yawning and sucking air and, and this no. and that. And that's the reason why I didn't respond to you during those text messages because I was gone. I was out. Well, I, I didn't even respond back. You, you you literally texted me eight. I don't remember what time it was. Eight time after three is fine. I didn't even respond. Yeah, I was I was gone. It was like two hours later. It was probably about three. I was like, oh, I'm fucking around with." You know, whatever. So, but yeah, that's that's the you know the gist of it. We're we're old, and well, Ju- Justin and I are older than you, obviously. But we can't we can't. Yeah, I feel old. We can't. We can't I, I'm an shit. old soul. <laughs> I'm an old soul. We can't do that. But it's it's funny listening to when we're playing upstairs. You know, playing on PlayStation, and and all of a sudden the the yawns start kicking in, and just is like. <gasps> I think that's it for me. I'm going to go put yep. put some Netflix on and go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. World War II in color or, you know, greatest World War II things, whatever. Fall asleep to, you know, history, you know, type of thing. <laughs> but here's, here's, a, here's a side story to, to that, um, the whole going to bed thing. Before he got his man cave down in the basement at his house, he, he would be playing the xbox and the xbox 360 there in, in his living room <laughs> which was right below the bedroom no oh, worst place uh-huh you have no idea <laughs> worst place so okay <laughs> the night okay. no home, i i got it. i i i know this even but i'm gonna cut you off right there i, I know i love uh, whatever that kanye thing was <laughs> No, Dad, growing, let, growing, let me... growing up story, my bedroom was below my parents' bedroom. So I'd do anything, anything after they woke up or after they went to bed, woke them up. And they'd be down there chewing me out over it. Like, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's good too. Go ahead, dude. No, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> this is great. I, I just had to cut you off like Dad, Kanye. Dad, before he goes any further, I love you. You're great. I love it. This is just old school classic no, shit. No, it's just what happened. So 
I have a tendency to talk from my diaphragm. And of course, like every other human, when you get excited, things are happening, you start to yell and get really noisy. Well, I carry very well, apparently, between the upper and the lower levels and stuff like that. So she would have to literally yell. And of course, I've got full-blown headphones on. And I'm just like, oh, my God, Spaz 12. I fucking hate the Spaz 12. You are. And I just pound and she'd start, you'd hear the stomping on the ground <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. She'd come down and you shut up. You know, and of course, I didn't have this. I, I basically had an unfinished basement for, what, in this house, 15 years? A long maybe? ass time, yeah. So now that I have this space down here, I can be noisy as hell. But the best part, of, but the best part about that whole thing though is she's at, sometimes she can have fucking earplugs in and still he would wake her up. Yep. There were times that we would still be playing when she would wake up to go to work at like four thirty, and I'm just like. Oh my god, it's that early. Yeah. I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was crazy stuff. But now that he's got that man cave down there, um, with his his little um, collection of stuff down there, and and that's uh, actually going to lead us into our next episode is is our collections. You know, he's got he's got his he's got his man cave down there, and uh, he's got his 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 knickknacks that he's proud of, and I've got my. My uh, my room of, of evilness up there and and uh, um, but yeah I think that's what our, our next topic will be is is our collections and and what got you started with those collections and what do you think your your whether it be movies or games or action figures or posters or books or whatever the case may be I'll just I'll just throw out mine mine's a Star Wars man cave so that's just just what it is. And, but uh, that will be a topic of our, of our next one and hopefully Kevin will be able to join us on that one it's getting a little bit late um, so uh, with that we're going we're gonna to end this one hopefully you guys whoever listens to this enjoyed this one about our nerdums that we, we do with video games this time and um, I want to thank you for, for listening and this is Dustin signing off this is Lee and Justin have a good one guys and uh, next episode will probably be after the, the Thanksgiving holiday so have a have a great turkey day, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening.